Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 24 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. It is a special Saturday edition of the show. Unfortunately, the Rangers coming off of just a terrible loss to the Ottawa Senators last night, 4-1 to in Ottawa. Just one of those nights where absolutely nothing goes right. And dare I say this was the Rangers' worst performance of the season because, you know, not only do they lose and, you know, the Senators aren't the best team in the world and, and all that, but... It seemed like last night, for the first time really, maybe all season, they lost this game because of a lack of effort. And, you know, the Rangers, they're young. We've talked about that. They're rebuilding. We've talked about that. And there have been peaks and valleys this season. But I don't think that too many losses have been chalked up to a lack of fire, a lack of energy, a lack of effort, whatever you want to call it. And last night, that was indeed the case. The Rangers just didn't show up for this one. And it's especially disheartening because they were coming off of Maybe, you know, at least one of their top two or three best wins of the season. You know, they're at home against the Capitals, and they beat them 4-1. to It was a tight game throughout, and then the Rangers pull away in the third period. Really just an excellent win there against an excellent Capitals team. And then they turn around and they play like this. And again, it's not even disheartening because like, oh, well, the Senators are a bad team and the Rangers should just automatically beat them. First of all, the Senators are not as bad as maybe a lot of us thought they were going to be. They are now 7-2 and two in their last nine games. But it's disappointing because, again, the, the heart, the effort, the grit, it just was not there last night. And the Rangers just really, there, there was never a point in this game where the Rangers had the better of play or the Rangers outworked the Senators or the Rangers gave you any reason, really, to think that they were going to win this game. And if you're a Ranger fan, you know, you can live with the inconsistencies that are inherently part of a rebuild. You can live with that. What you can't live with and what you can't stomach to see is just a, a lack of a lack of effort, a lack of, you know, just any kind of... There was no spring in the Rangers' step tonight. There was just no juice. And, you know, as a result, they pretty much got the result they deserved. They lose in convincing fashion, 4-1, to the Senators. And the Rangers, one way or another, they're going to have to learn the lesson that just because you... you play a great game against the Capitals and take two points off of, you know, arguably the best team in hockey, it does not mean that you can just coast into your next game and expect to just breeze into Ottawa and breeze out of Ottawa with another two points. It just does not work that way. Not in the National Hockey League. And this one was not on Henrik Lundqvist at all. Anybody who listens to this show, you guys know I'm a big Henrik Lundqvist fan. I just I just love what he's done for this team over, over the many years that he's been there. I know he hasn't won the big one, but a lot of deep playoff runs that he was a huge part of, maybe the biggest part of. And against the Panthers, he was not at the top of his game. We said that on here. You know, he gave up four goals in that game, and I'd say at least three of them were, were entirely on him. They're, they're shots that he's just got to come up with. But last night, he gives up four goals. And if you just look at the stat line, it's like, oh, boy, another bad game for Lundqvist. Lundqvist did not play bad at all in this game. I thought Lundqvist played great in this game. All four of those goals were, were the result of his teammates letting him down and not getting the puck out of harm's way when they could have gotten, gotten the puck out of harm's way getting caught out of position, and just letting the Senators just kind of basically do whatever they want. And again, taking too many stupid penalties, it results in another two power play goals for the Senators. The Senators go two for five on the power play. The Rangers go 0 for four, and the Ranger power play pretty much just looked anemic tonight, uh, excuse me, last night. But yeah, the Senators go two for five. They have two separate five-on-three opportunities. They convert on one of those. And really, for all intents and purposes, I, I know that it's going to go into the record books that the Senators went two for five, but really, they were two for four because the last power play occurred with just 33 seconds left in the game. Uh, Tony D'Angelo went off for a cross-checking penalty. At that point, the Senators have no interest in scoring a goal there. They're just looking to get out of there without anybody getting hurt and just, you know, finish out the game and take the two points and move on. So really, I mean, during the competitive phases of this game, the Senators were two for four on the power play, and the Rangers' penalty kill has has just been atrocious lately. 
Uh, it doesn't help that they're spending half the game in the penalty box, but like we said, you know, earlier in the season, the penalty kill was at least average, and they were at least kind of bailing the Rangers out. Like, if they did take a stupid penalty, they were at least killing off the power play. But lately, the penalty kill just in a major slump, and that was on display again here tonight. The Rangers PK now just killing off penalties at a clip of 71.8%. That is 29th in the league, and again, you know, that's just not going to get it done. So without further ado, we'll just pick this one up right in the first period here, right from the opening face off the centers, get an early push. They are all over the Rangers. They are swarming in the Rangers zone. It's just a portent of what's to come. And the Senators break through and they take what turns out to be a game-long lead just 57 seconds into the game. Uh, Ryan Strom has been excellent for this team. You know, we, we've sung his praises. I've given him the nickname the Rangers Diamond in the Rough. He had a rough night here tonight. And it it starts here. He's behind the net with the puck, but the Senators really aren't in on the forecheck that heavy right here. And Strom comes out in front of the net for some reason. There was a Senator there, and I guess he just kind of panicked and just kind of played the puck to his right into the corner. And I don't know why Strom wouldn't just—he was behind the net. He could have just circled around behind the net and come out the other side and moved up the ice with a head of steam. But instead, he kind of just skated right out in front of the Ranger net, and then he panics and has to get rid of the puck to his right. Jacob Truba tracks it down. He's kind of in a tough spot, but he doesn't handle it well either. He plays the puck hard along the boards, right around back behind the net to the other corner, and Hayek can't get there in time. Not on Hayek. I mean, he's trying. He's trying to get there, but uh, Peugeot gets to the puck. He wins the battle for the puck, and he shoots, and the rebound goes right to Shabbat, and Shabbat scores off of the rebound, and just like that, a goal 57 seconds into the game. So just sloppy play by the Rangers in their own zone there. Strom starting it, and then Truba to a lesser extent. Uh, that really just led directly to the goal. And, you know, Shabbat got, he, when he got the puck, he basically just skated in pretty much uncontested and just flicks a wrist shot by Lundqvist. Again, not on Lundqvist, not a whole lot he could do here. And Senators with the early advantage. And then just about a minute or two later, a really bad turnover by Liber Hayek behind the Ranger net. Uh, Kachuk went in there, basically just took it away from him, brings the puck in front, but Lundqvist is there. He makes the save. He freezes the puck, so he bails out his defenseman there. And just a couple minutes after that, Henrik made another nice save, a right pad save on Kachuk. A lot of Senators just kind of forcing their way into the crease and not nearly enough resistance from these Ranger defensemen here. At some point, man, you just got to throw your weight around a little bit and knock somebody to the ice. And unfortunately, Ranger defensemen doing a poor job of, of asserting themselves and asserting any kind of physical play here and, you know, really putting their goaltender back on their heels as a result of that. So the Senators, basically, they're just buzzing in the Ranger zone and the Rangers take a penalty about six minutes into the game. The penalty is on Lindgren, who, who basically just clotheslined somebody and, you know, he goes off for that. And then we get a play stoppage here. This is the second straight Ranger game where a referee got hit in the face with a puck. This time it's Tim Peel. And I said in our last episode when this happened that I'm kind of surprised that it doesn't happen more often. And now I feel like I just jinxed it. And, you know, referees are getting hit in the face left and right here in these Ranger games. But yeah, Peel, Peel left for a little while. He came back a little bit later. But anyway, the power play continues. The Senators win the... Well, actually, the Rangers win the faceoff. Truba plays the puck behind the Ranger net to Brady Shea, who's who's back there looking for the pass. And the puck just somehow eludes Shea. Shea's got to be better than this, man. you got to come up with this puck here. He had There was nobody anywhere near him. He's all by himself back there. Find a way to control this puck. It's not like it went whizzing by him. It bounced off the boards. He had two chances to corral it. He doesn't do it. It goes along the boards, and the Senators get to it. And Pajot, who's basically just been a Ranger killer over the years, he wins the battle for the loose puck. He passes over to Logan Brown, who gets his first NHL goal. Brown is all by himself here. The Rangers are caught just badly out of position. 
basically all four Rangers were in the corner on this play. So as soon as this pass was made from Pajot to Brown, Brown is all by himself. He, he corrals it, you know, just inside the blue line. He skates right up through the left faceoff circle and just unleashes a wrist shot and scores to make it two to nothing. Again, Lundqvist is just hung out to dry. As we said, all four Rangers on this play, basically just within a couple feet of each other and all in the corner there. So as, as soon as the Senators connected on this pass, it was big trouble. And indeed, they convert. And just like that, it's 2 nothing. less than seven minutes in the game. Rangers surrendering yet another power play goal. Just want to take a quick minute to let you guys know that today's Locked On podcast is sponsored by DoorDash. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code LOCKEDON. Listening on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from our Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. Again, that is LockedOnPodcasts.com slash offers. Senators have a chance to make it 3 nothing. Bowden basically just weaves right around D'Angelo and shoots with a backhand from the doorstep, but Lundqvist makes a nice save there, freezes the puck. And then the Rangers finally get what I would consider their first quality scoring opportunity about midway through the first period here. Truba winds up, cranks a slap shot, but Anders Nielsen, who played well in this game, I mean, he wasn't tested that often. The Rangers didn't create like a ton of scoring opportunities, but whenever they did, for the most part, create a scoring opportunity, he was on top of his game. So, you know, you got to tip your cap a little bit there, but at the same time, the Rangers really didn't make him work that hard tonight. Not not too many quality scoring opportunities for the Blue Shirts. And at this point, Philip Heedle has moved up to the top line to replace Ryan Strom. Again, Strom has been awesome this year. I take nothing away from what this guy has done, but you got to call it like you see it sometimes. He had a really rough night in this game. As we said, his blunder leading to the first Ottawa goal. And, you know, just, just a rough game. It was a rough game for everybody, but Strom, a really, really bad first period here. And, you know, Coach Quinn not going to hesitate. If if he doesn't think you're playing well, if he doesn't think you're sharp, it's going to cost you a little bit of playing time. And again, as we said, Philip Heedle briefly moving up to the top line here to replace Ryan Strom. And then more sloppy play by the Rangers in their own zone. Hayek is trying to pass. He's trying to make a short pass to Brennan Lemieux and just misfires. And the centers immediately get a scoring opportunity, like a two-on-one with not a whole lot of room to maneuver for the centers. And White passed when maybe he should have shot for the centers. So no shots on goal as a result of this turnover, but obviously, you know, that was a great scoring opportunity for Ottawa and the Rangers, man. It's like it's like they're afraid to skate the puck out of their own zone even when there's not really any pressure. They're just, they just look very unsure of themselves here, really just back on their heels, just not playing. The confidence they played with against the Capitals is just nowhere to be found in this game, especially in the first period. Uh just a team that you know basically just looked like deer in the headlights to this point. So we're getting toward the end of the first period here, about three minutes or so to go. The Rangers' second line starting to get a little bit of a push. Philip Hedl back down to the second line alongside Chris Kreider and Pavel Buchnevich. And Hedl gets the puck from along the boards to Buchnevich, who passes in deep to Kreider. Kreider gets a chance on the doorstep, but Anders Nielsen able to cover the puck. And then off the ensuing faceoff, the Rangers win the puck back to Lindgren. Lindgren passes across the ice to Jacob Truba, and Truba shoots from the blue line. And the puck really just takes a funky bounce and goes into the net, and just like that, 2-1 to one Senators with about 2.40 left in the first period. Tim Gettinger gets his first NHL point on that. He got the secondary assist, so, you know, a big congratulations to him. That's always a cool moment. But at this point, you know, you're starting to be a little bit optimistic if you're a Ranger fan because, yes, this has been a god-awful first period. Yes, the Senators have been skating circles around you for 20 minutes, but you're down by just one goal at this point. And if you can take that lead into the intermission, which is exactly what the Rangers do, they're only down 2-1 to one at the break, hey, there's 40 minutes left, and it's a one-goal game, game on, right? 
But really, this this goal was just a mirage. It was just fool's gold. It was just... It, it's exactly what it was. It was a fluky goal that took a weird bounce and somehow eluded Nielsen and went into the net. Nothing more, nothing less, because this goal had absolutely no effect on how the Rangers played for the rest of the night. It was more the same where the Senators just, they outworked them. They outplayed them. They they beat the Rangers in all facets of the game tonight. And this goal, nice as it was to get back in the game and give Ranger fans a little bit of hope here. It did absolutely nothing to change the narrative of this game in the long run. Yes, you're only down by a goal, but that doesn't really mean anything when you don't do anything to follow it up. And the Rangers did not do anything to follow it up because the second period basically picked up right where the first period left off in terms of the Senators just dominating the play. So just 20 seconds into the second period, the Senators almost make it 3-1. to one. Liber Hayek turns the puck over in the neutral zone. He was he was kind of getting knocked to the ice and it just the puck just got away from him. And the Senators go in, and they ring a shot off the post. Just kind of a rough night at the office for Liber Hayek. He stood out in this game and not in a good way. The Rangers do catch a little bit of a break there with the puck going off the post. But then this was really bad. I mean, about a minute and change into the second period, a bad turnover by Brady Shea in the neutral zone. The Senators gain possession. Ennis skates straight to the net. I mean, there's just no resistance here. The Rangers are in position. Both defensemen are back. Brady Shea is right there, and he just doesn't do anything. He just he basically just stumbles all over himself, and Ennis just goes right to the net, uncontested, and just shoots from the doorstep and scores, and it's 3-1 to one Senators just like that. As we said, just a minute and change into the second period. Brady Shea needs to be better than this. He is supposed to be the best defenseman on the Rangers, and I don't even think he's close. He is just not playing well enough. He is not playing up to the standards of the contract that he signed. And again, there I don't know what he was doing here. Like, step up and try to knock the puck away from the guy, or go down and try to block the shot, or put a body on him, do something. He did nothing. And Lundqvist, once again, hung out to dry. And if you think this game was on Henrik Lundqvist, then you didn't pay close enough attention. I can see where if you just look at the stat line, you might see that he gave up four goals, you know, and and it's like, oh boy, another bad night for Lundqvist. But it wasn't at all. None of these goals tonight were on Henrik Lundqvist. He has got to get more help from his teammates, from his defensemen. And Brady Shea just completely out to lunch on this play. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. But again, Senators, they, they just walk right in. They just walk right into the net and they shoot and they score. The Rangers gave them this goal. And just like that, you know, you got that good bit of fortune at the end of the first period, and now you've completely wasted it because just a minute and a little bit of change into the second period, already back in a two-goal hole. Rangers get a power play after Brennan Smith is driven into the boards. The Senators go off with a cross-checking penalty, but really not a whole lot happening on this man advantage. The power play expires, but then the Rangers do create some offense here. Kreider gets the puck in deep to Pavel Buchnevich. Buchnevich is right there on the, on the doorstep. He's got the puck on his backhand. Uh, Nielsen comes up with a big point-blank save there. And then McKegg, Smith, and Fox, some nifty passing here from these guys. But Nielsen, once again, comes up with a save, and we get a play stoppage about midway through the second period at this point. And then Brendan Lemieux, who already came into this game with, with a nasty shiner. He must have got that from the fight with Tom Wilson the other night. He gets high-sticked behind the Senators' net, and he goes down to the ice and got at least one tooth knocked out. And it wasn't on purpose. You know, Yaros is just falling to the ice, and his stick just kind of shot up into the air and, and catches Lemieux in the face. But we all know you're responsible for your stick. Brian Lemieux obviously getting clipped and getting a tooth knocked out. And that's a double minor on Yaros for that. I don't think Lemieux even even missed a, a shift here. He went off the ice, and he, he was spitting up some blood on the bench. But tough kid. You know, I, he just continues to prove it. I think we all knew that even coming into this season, but man, it's been on full display because again, you know, first of all, he has the guts to tangle with Tom Wilson the other night and, you know, just 
trading haymakers back and forth with that goon, and then he comes back out tonight with a shiner, and then he gets hit in the mouth with a stick, and then he's right back out there. I mean, Bre Brendan Lemieux's awesome, man. You, you gotta love this kid. Um, but yeah, the Rangers go on the power play for four minutes. You know, they do sort of set up shop in the Senators' zone, and they're moving the puck around. You know, decent puck movement here. But then Strom tries to pass back to D'Angelo and just misses, and the puck just zips back down the ice into the Rangers' zone. And then I thought Panarin had a, had a chance to take a shot, and he turned it down, and he passed instead. And I mean, with Panarin, you always want him to shoot, because anytime the guy has the puck on his stick, you think he's about to score a goal. But yeah, I mean, he's got the puck in the right face-off circle there. I, I thought he should have let one rip there, but opted to pass instead. The Rangers end up turning the puck over in the neutral zone, and the Senators go in on a two-on-one break while shorthanded, and Lundqvist slides hard to his right to make an outstanding save, keeps the deficit at two. Big time save by Henrik Lundqvist there. Again, Lundqvist, he made some nice saves tonight, and you cannot put this one on Henrik Lundqvist. I know he's been up and down this season. He's had some rough nights. I'll be the first one to admit that, but this one was not on Henrik Lundqvist. Lundqvist actually played, as we said, a very good game tonight, and really, he's the only reason why this game didn't get completely out of hand, because the Rangers, you know, sloppy in their own zone all net. He built them out a couple of times, but he can only do so much when he's getting absolutely zero help, you know, from his defenseman and really the team as a whole. And then at the tail end of the power play, Kreider gets a chance on the doorstep, puts the puck just wide, and then as soon as the double minor expires, Philip Hedl goes off for a high-sticking penalty of his own. It's an accident. I mean, I know he doesn't do it on purpose here, but again, you know, it's another offensive zone penalty, and those are the worst kind to take because you're not going to give up a goal. You know, you can understand if you give up, a, if you take a penalty while trying to prevent the other team from scoring, but you just got to be more careful there. I know what these things happen from time to time, but God... Enough with the offensive zone penalties. I, I, I'm i at my wit's end with this. You guys, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know what I'm talking about. If you've watched the Rangers this season, you know what I'm talking about. There's just too many penalties that just make you shake your head. Again, Henrik Lundqvist comes up with two excellent back-to-back -back saves on this penalty kill. Tierney just went right around Jacob Truba, shoots from the doorstep. Lundqvist stops that one, and the Sanders try to stuff the rebound home, but Lundqvist snags it and a great glove save there to freeze the puck. Unfortunately, and again, another stupid penalty here. Anytime, really, you take a too-many-men penalty, um, it's a mental mistake, and it just shouldn't happen. I know it will happen from time to time. Look, no team is going to play 82 games without taking a too-many-men penalty. I understand that. But again, you take—it's just a mental mistake, and it's just indicative of the way the Rangers are playing in this game. They're playing just bad hockey. I, I don't know how else to say it. And this—you know, you take a too-many-men penalty, and it kind of just fits the narrative of, of what's going on tonight. And again, you know, the Rangers, they, they take the penalty. So now the Senators get a five on three for 28 seconds. Lundqvist with another big time save in deep, but the Senators keep buzzing. And, you know, you're down five on three. It, it's hard to do much of anything if you're a penalty killer. You, you can't put any pressure on the puck because if you chase the puck, it's going to open up God only knows how many passing lanes. And so the Senators, you know, like we said, they just keep swarming. And Duclair goes top shelf with a slap shot. And when the Senators scored here, that makes the score 4-1, to one, and that goal came at the tail end of the 5-on-3 advantage, so the Senators are going to stay on the power play here, a 5-on-4 power play, for about another minute and 30 seconds. And then Jacob Truba, almost immediately after this, shoots the puck out of play. Just another bad penalty. I mean, I don't even know what else to say at this point. It's a delay a game. And another 5-on-3 for the Senators for a minute and 21 seconds, and this game's a freaking nightmare at this point. And, you know, Lundqvist continues to play well. He makes another couple tough saves here, and the Rangers somehow do end up killing off this 5-on-3, so still just 4-1 to one at that point. But And then we get toward the end of the second period, and Adam Fox, I mean, most of the Ranger defensemen have really struggled tonight. I guess, you know, Fox felt left out, so he, he makes a bad play as well. 
He gives away the puck in the final minute of the second period. He does recover to, to prevent the scoring opportunity, so a n- nice job by him to bounce back. But it, again, you know, the Rangers just way too sloppy in their own zone, and they've paid for it a couple of times. They almost paid for it here, but again, like we said, Fox did recover in this instance. And then the Rangers get another chance in the final few seconds of the period here. Panarin and D'Angelo both getting scoring opportunities from in deep in the final six seconds. A couple of nice saves by Nielsen. A right pad save on Panarin, and then he sprawls to his left to deny D'Angelo. D'Angelo was right there on the doorstep looking to bury the rebound. And the time expires, and we go into the period with the Rangers still trailing 4-1. to one. So now it's the third period, and I'm not going to go into too much crazy detail here in this third period because it was a scoreless period. You know, it ended up being 4-1, which is exactly what the score was coming into this period. That was also the final score. And really, not a ton of scoring chances either way. And basically, you can just copy and paste anything I said about the first two periods. It all applies right here. Nothing really changed in this third period. I don't think the Rangers played any better or any worse. Well, I mean, how could they play any worse? But I, yeah, I don't think they played really any better or any worse than they had for the entire evening in this third period here. And you will rarely hear me complain about a hockey game being boring. I just think it's a very, it's an inherently exciting sport. And obviously, if I'm watching the Rangers, I'm invested in it. I'm a fan just like you guys are. I want to see them do well. I want to see them perform. I want to see them win. But my God, this third period was boring. It's like watching paint dry. Just nothing happening on either side of the ice. It looked like at this point, Ottawa maybe kind of went to a little bit of a defensive game because the Rangers have been so anemic and lifeless that they probably just figure, hey, we can just sit back and just, you know, play defense and we're going to walk out of here with two points. That's exactly what happened. And like I said, you know, not a ton of scoring opportunities either way here. I will touch on at least a couple of things. The Rangers switching up their lines a little bit, mixing and matching. And when you're down 4-1 and you've played as poorly as the Rangers have to this point, you know, I think it does make sense to mix things up a little bit. We'll see if these line changes are permanent, you know, if they go into tonight's game against the Canadians with the same line combinations, or if they'll go back to, you know, what had been working, because as we said, the Rangers have not struggled to score goals, and most of their lines, at least the top three lines, have looked, you know, good to great, and, you know, tonight was not their night, obviously, you know, nothing nothing doing, not really creating big-time scoring opportunities, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, third period starts, and it's Panarin, Heedle, and Kreider out there to start, and like we said, you might as well shake it up a little bit at this point. They also rolled out a line of Howden, Buchnevich, and Faust at one point. The Rangers get another power play, and again, you know, just passing up on too many shots here, I think. You're down by three goals, and there's like 13 minutes left. At some point, you gotta stop looking to make that extra pass. You gotta stop looking for that perfect scoring opportunity. Just throw the puck at the net. You got to score here, man. It's you got a man advantage. You're not going to get a better chance in this. If you score here with you know 13 minutes or so left, now it's a two goal game. You got a little bit of hope. I mean, obviously the Rangers have played poorly. It's not like a team can't score two goals in the span of you know 12 or 13 minutes. And if they score on this power play, that's the situation they're faced with. But they do not score again. Just passing up shots to to make an extra pass, and just nothing doing on this man advantage. Again, 0 for 4 on the power play tonight were the Rangers. And that pretty much did it. I mean, there's not really a whole lot else to say. The, the clock runs out. The Senators win 4-1. to one. I would say probably, uh, yeah, the worst game of the season for the Rangers. I mean, you could look at the Tampa Bay game. Obviously, they lost that one by a greater deficit, 9-3. to three. But that was just one of those nights where I think the Lightning kind of just, you know, they hadn't really found their stride this season, and they found it that night against the Rangers. That was just kind of the Lightning being the Lightning and really just kind of spreading their wings and taking off the way they're capable of doing and also against the Lightning, you know, the Rangers went in with a, a record of 5-1-1 one, and one in their previous seven games, so you give them a little bit of a pass for an off night, but tonight, man, they had lost two out of their last three, but they were coming off a great win against the Capitals, and to, to play against the Senators like this, uh, it's just bad, you know, it, it's just a bad, bad game, 
and I just didn't think their compete level was where it needed to be. Even the game against Tampa, I thought they competed a little bit harder than this. It was just one of those games that got off to a nightmarish start and just kind of snowballed from there, which is going to happen at least once in a while. But tonight, you know, just the fight just was not there from the Rangers tonight, and it showed. It, it showed in everything they did, and it showed in the final score as well. And one last thing that I just wanted to mention before we wrap up here is Coach Quinn's comments after the game. I know some people took some exception to that on Twitter. A lot of people not happy with Coach Quinn. A lot of people not happy with Lindy Ruff. Hey, we're New York Ranger fans. We want to hold this team to a high standard, right? The only issue I had with it, because he, he really called out his team here. He said, we've got to be more mentally tough after that first goal that we gave up. And he said things like, you know, I was unhappy with everybody, everybody. I'm paraphrasing there, obviously. But the one thing that... You know, he's got to take a little bit of blame, too, because the Rangers got off to such a god-awful start here. So, you know what? Him and his coaching staff, they they got to shoulder at least a little bit of the blame. I know they're not the ones out there turning the puck over and having mental lapses and taking stupid penalties and everything else. But you, as a coach, one of your big responsibilities is to have this team mentally prepared to go. And when you watch the Rangers last night, this team was not ready to play hockey against the Ottawa Senators. And at some point during his post-game presser there, I think he's got to say something along the lines of, like, that's on me and my coaches, too. We got to do a better job of making sure these guys are ready to go. Because, again, when you have a performance like this, nobody is blameless. Not a single player on the ice is is blameless, and not a single coach is blameless. And, you know, it's got to be that one-for-all, all-for-one kind of deal where, you know, we win together, we lose together. Again, he has every right to be upset with his players for the way they played last night, but at the same time, he's got to look in the mirror a little bit as well, and he's got to, you know, realize that, hey, you know, I didn't have them ready to go tonight, and whatever I did, I got to try something a little bit different. And as we said before, the good news is the Rangers have a chance to get right back at it. We can put this one in the rear view immediately because the Rangers are in action tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. We'll see how that one goes. Enjoy the game tonight, guys. I'm going to be watching as well, and we'll be back here to talk about it with a brand new episode, likely on Monday. Yeah, definitely on Monday, and I'll talk to you guys then. Get in touch with the podcast. Send me an email, lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com. Again, that is lockedonnyrangers at gmail.com, or tweet us at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter because, as I said, anytime there's a new episode, first thing I do, I send out a tweet. I let you guys know, and you'll know exactly when a new episode posts. So, again, enjoy the game tonight, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one.